Hello and welcome to the Models Inc. cast. What? what? Well, hello, it's me. I'm very sophisticated discussing models. Oh my god, these models. Oh, tell me more. Oh, Mary, Models Inc. has so much to offer. I am so excited that we together are going to talk about it a little bit and that I'm going to watch every episode of this highbrow show. I'm so glad we've made this arrangement the way we've made it. Can I tell you about the characters of this epic drama? Yes, please, please. Well, it starts with special guest star Hillary Michaels, Amanda's mother. Also known as Mommy. No, no. And then the rest of the cast, they conveniently made a point to say in alphabetical order to justify that in a show about female models, the three dudes showed up first. Oh, it was the next. Yep. But first, we got David, Hillary's son. He's the vice president of modeling. That's not correct. And then uh, we also have Eric. Eric, he's kind of a douche. Okay. Uh, And then Brian, of course, Brian. Brian is a photographer who likes to do it in the kelp. And then the crossover star, Sarah Owens. She's from Iowa, allegedly. She's no fully. She's fully from Iowa. Oh, she's from Iowa. And her good sister friend Julie. Julie, she's from the outback. Crikey, that's what I call her. And they—they're living with um, superstar model Terry. Terry, she was the world's most beautiful woman for a minute. She was. She was. And and her good sister Carrie. Her sister Carrie was in the Matrix. Yeah. And then of course we have the model Linda. Linda wears a hat. Sometimes. <laughs> Mary, we are going to go through the whole series of Models, Inc. together. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready because I'm not going to be watching it. Welcome to the Models Inc. cast, the podcast that is most definitely tearing up the download waves. I'm Tej. I'm still Mary. And oh my gosh, Mary, the the number of people listening to this podcast, this uh, what do you call that spinoff podcast, is not zero. Is it two digits? I don't want to talk about it. What I do want to talk about is episode 13 of 29. Mary, we're getting so close to halfway there. Oh my God. (laughs) And for a good listener, um, I do want to stress, I watched this episode two and a half weeks ago and have, uh, will be refreshing myself as I read the notes. I do maintain that in the, uh, geological time that's pretty fresh given the show is 30 years old (laughs) i have um a lot of notes on the margins that i can't tell where they started from oh oh, the hillary storyline okay okay are you ready i'm ready all right i've got one two three four five six storylines mary jesus that seems like too many let's start with cynthia the only model that represents diversity Unless you count Crikey with blonde hair. I'm sorry. Go on. What? No, carry on. It's fine. All right. 
Well, Cynthia, this is just, you know how they do this, where they, some storylines are at the crescendo, other ones they got to start kind of rolling them in. Mm -hmm. This is just the beginning with Cynthia. She gets a call. It's from a stalker who says he's in Jersey across from her old place. Oh, not Jersey. Yep, yep. And um, the stalker later in the episode calls her and says he's got a plane ticket to L.A. in his hand. Okay. So she's got a stalker. In between these two, she's on a quasi-date with Brian, who likes to have sex in the sea cup with the most beautiful woman in America. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember Remember him. him? Yep, yeah. Yep. Uh, they went to Lynx to get chili dogs. No way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Model Babies Incorporated is what I think is happening. Who knew that models would also use those as aphrodisiacs? <laughs> Listen... Once you've been with the most beautiful woman in America, you're going to need help for everybody else. I guess. There's no kelp around either. So. <laughs> All right. Well, now let's talk about Sarah and Mark. Sarah's from Iowa. Yeah. And, yeah. And Mark was the mystery man who saw her crash her car into a ditch and drove her home, parked her car, laid her out on the couch, and then came back the next day for a date. That's so romantic. Yeah. So Mark is in the model house, um, inside the house, when Sarah um, arrives from a drunk driving court. Okay. Now, you may ask, how did he get in the house? What was he doing there? Did he know Sarah would be there? Does he have a job? Don't ask these questions. Okay. And Sarah says she doesn't understand what's happening. She was never like this. And, and she wants to change back. And Mark said, don't change too much. I like that dimple. Mm. Okay. All right. So, Sarah, uh, you know, as we saw with Allison in Melrose Place when she had her drunk uh, driving incident, Sarah's a white lady from the Midwest, so she gets off with community service. Yay, white lady. Mm -hmm. So she's at a, a home where, how do we say this in 2022, uh, uh, the place where grandparents live and only grandparents like assisted living? Maybe great-grandparents. Yeah, that's, that's what we're dealing with. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's at a retirement community reading to an old person. That sounds romantic. It is. It was a romance novel. It was a steamy romance novel. Really? How and Sarah's going on and on and on, and it talks about her hand. She, this is her reading. And her hand is traveling down to, and then Sarah looks up in shock at the old lady and the old lady says well don't stop now she's getting to the best part oh baby yeah now mark just waltzes on in and he decides he's volunteering there too oh okay okay so that's creepy that's stalker also girl you need to pass a background check you can't just go volunteering anymore I mean, this was the early 90s did you ever try and volunteer at like a humane shelter? Yeah. They won't let you. I don't know why. They won't let you? <laughs> I've never had a problem. <laughs> uh, um, and so Sarah, they're, they're later, her and Mark are there, and she says, how come when I tried being good, I got hurt, and when I tried being bad, I got you. Oh, wow. And then she, Mary, 
I don't want to be a scandal here, but she kisses him. On the lips? On those luscious lips. Oh, Who knows to take my word for it on the lusciousness. I, I, I will. I will take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he panics, says he needs to study, and leaves immediately. Study what? Uh, not Sarah's body. Oh, well, that's his mistake. Yeah. So later we find them back at the old folks' home, uh, volunteered by um, Mary. I kid you not, they were plating about 100 desserts. Really? Yeah. And it appeared to be about 10 o'clock at night. Well, it's a late night snack. No, 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 no. A late night snack is at six. <laughs> for, not for me, to be clear. Not for me. Well, for that's questionable. Mary, Mary. What's We're I getting along so fine in this in this recording. I remember times you went to bed; it wasn't even dark out yet. I don't want to fucking talk about that. It's because we lived up on the North Goddamn Pole and it stayed light until nine thirty p.m. That's a bunch of bullshit. But okay. Oh my god. Okay. Well, you you know what? You're gonna call me in July thirteenth at the summer solstice or whenever that is. When is it? June twentieth? I don't know. I'm not. Anyway, I don't have time because I'll be doing the ceremony with the cats. <laughs> Don't you mean they'll be doing the ceremony with you? <laughs> Whatever's left of me. <laughs> anyway, so Sarah calls the question and she says, as they're plating these desserts, didn't you want me to kiss you? Oh. And he says, well, yeah. But it's not your... I don't know what my note says. <laughs> uh, prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> but, but not your... But it's not your, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it's not for her. <laughs> anyway, and then I noted, clear as day in my handwriting, 10 p.m. they were plating desserts. And it was like a cream-based dessert. So these were all going to have to go into a fridge until the next day. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say, I think you kept the more important note that I was going to enjoy more. <laughs> it's so good. It appeared to be like a French silk pie. Oh, no chocolate. But with no chocolate shavings. We're not talking like a Perkins Wonder Piece here. Oh, this was like one of those you get out of the box. Yeah. You know, speaking of Perkins, you, the best pies, like hands down. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the the peanut butter cream pie. Holy fuck. I would, I mean, listen, we're recording this during the January 6th committee hearings. I would invade the Capitol if there was a vegan version of those inside the Capitol. I would have gone in. You probably I would have been chanting, hey. hang Mike Pence. Hang hey. Mike Pence. Hang my pie. Hang my pie. Hang me my pie. <laughs> I, would have, I would have said to the QAnon Shaman, by the way, the QAnon Shaman, that's the guy with the antlers that was on the floor of the Senate. Oh, yeah. He's got all these dietary restrictions that he's saying it's cruel to keep him in jail because he's like a vegan who only eats asparagus. He's made a lot of bad choices. Lock his fucking ass up. Yeah, but being vegan isn't one of them, Mary. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, can I tell you about Chris and Linda? Yeah, Linda wears a hat. Linda wears a hat. And if you remember, Linda accidentally pushed Chris down the stairs and then uh, thought he was dead. So then she called Eric, who said, we're going to deal with it this way. But then Chris turned out to be alive. And then he said it was Eric that pushed him down the stairs. And Linda can't say otherwise because she had already given a statement. Oh. Yeah. So uh, Linda with the hat, although she's hatless today, comes in and confronts Chris for telling police that Eric pushed him down the stairs. All right. And Chris says, 
Oh, God. Chris says, let me ask you this, Linda. In three years, he never asked you to marry him, did he? Well, I am. And well, some people have tight timetable. They're on a tight timetable. And remember, it was just a couple days ago <laughs> that she believed she killed him. The first thing she did was not call for help, but <laughs> to call her ex-boyfriend to scheme <laughs> to cover up the death. <laughs> Look, she's got a lot going on. You know, I almost wonder, if, are we dealing with the Linda Mantini here, perhaps? Oh, my God. Listen, nothing, nothing gives the marriage juices going like attempted murder. <laughs> so I hear. Okay, so later, Eric is at now the model house, and Linda tells him that Chris proposed. And Eric says, no, listen, I'm going to treat you right. I'm going to prove myself, and you'll come back to me. Oh, God. Yeah. So now Linda's with a therapist, uh, and which we're supposed to think is, like, risque back then. Mm-hmm. And she's talking that she ran right to Chris after Eric, just from one relationship to another, which is true. Like, Eric literally was beating her, and Chris said, get in my car. And then he yelled to Eric, she's mine! <laughs> oh, God. Linda tells Chris that she's not ready to get married, and he begs. Please. And she says no. And he says, if you go now, it's over. And she says, I have to go. I have to get ready for my shoot for Puritech, the company that uh, Chris is the like the vice president of. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, he cancels her Puritech shoot. He fires her. Oh, what? He says, that porno film you made, porno, not porn, that porno film you made is a violation of our contract. You're fired. Oh, no. Yeah. And later, my note says Eric sent champagne to Linda, but I can't remember where he did that. I think that's fine. Listen, it was two and a half weeks ago. You're kind of starting to sound like those people at the old folks home. Not fucking interested in this. Okay, let me tell you, though, about Julie, the blonde model. Okay. Okay. So she is at the beach, and she is getting hit on by an Ian Ziering lookalike. Gross! Like Ian Ziering, but with straight hair. Mm, Okay. Yeah. And she's kind of like, she says, run along, go away. And he says, I don't know. Maybe I'll try you out right here. Mm. And he's being very aggressive. Like, what? But there's another guy named Craig, a surfer. Um, who kind of notices that this guy's getting aggressive and seeming to threaten to uh, force himself on Julie right there on the beach in daylight with people around, including our good friend Craig, a surfer. And uh, he comes over and starts talking to Julie like uh, she's his girlfriend. And again, fucking these these shows, Beverly Hills 90210, Laura's Place, Models Inc., it drives me nuts. Jake was like this all the time too. The other guy backs off not to respect Julie's wishes, but to respect this guy's property. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, the guy saves Julie, and then he just runs off to surf, but his dog stayed with Julie. Oh. Yeah. All right. Now, let me describe Craig to you. Okay. He's, he's, he's serving Owen Wilson uh, works out to me, right? Like, he's got that Owen Wilson dumb, dumb face. Did Owen Wilson kill himself? What? Did Owen Wilson commit suicide? Am I remembering that wrong? 
Yeah, you're in my. Okay, good, good. I don't like suicide. Anyway, he's giving Owen Wilson like from the Wedding Crashers, but it takes protein shakes every day. What a bold position you've taken that you're <laughs> not a fan of suicide. Good job. Uh, so Julie asks where Craig lives, or, you know, in the conversation, and he kind of points over at that house over there on the beach, and she says, "Impressive." Okay. Okay. So later we see Julie and Craig the surfer, um, the Owen Wilson surfer with uh, muscles on a date at a restaurant. And the bill comes and Craig goes into his wallet and says, oh, ooh, and looks up at Julie and she says, you've got to be kidding me because they have also previously established that no, 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 uh, Craig doesn't own that house. He well, just rents a room for like 200 bucks a month. That's a good deal in this economy. And he just needs, well, yeah, but it was that economy. And he just needs $5 for dinner. Oh, okay. And so Julie says, I'm sorry, Craig. You're a nice person, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. Yeah, I would like that. Uh, yeah. Um, so later they're talking and they're, they're going to be friendly with each other. And Julie says, look, my rejection of a second date wasn't personal. And Craig says, I know it was financial. And yeah, that's. That's it. Okay. Yep. So then they're talking, and they make a bet, even though we've established Craig has no money. Because Julie said she could get Adam, Monique's boyfriend, anytime she wants. Oh, wow. Craig, Craig bet her that her conscience wouldn't let her do it, and she took the bet. Oh, well, of course she did. So we're, we're going to check in on Adam and Monique. Uh, or Reed and Terry, however you want to think about them, in a little bit. But um, <laughs> near the end of the episode, uh, Julie is sitting in the hot tub when Adam shows up for Monique. And Julie suggestively kind of says, maybe you should get in this hot tub and stands up totally naked. What? Naked. Topless. Bottomless. It's Look. like the inverse of a pride fest. <laughs> God. <laughs> Do you remember... During Pride, I don't know if this turned out to be true during Pride Month. They're saying that in Australia, Burger King had Pride Whoppers, and they would come with either two tops or two bottoms. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Also, uh, Burger King of Australia, that's not how it works. No, that I was going to say that's not – it's a clever marketing idea, but not effective. Yeah. One top, one bottom. Oh, I'm I sorry. Don't... I don't mean to be judgy. A mixture of tops and bottoms is what you need. Any number, any combination, I don't judge. You sound a little judgy, but okay. Just just no women. Oh, get them right out of there. <laughs> get them out of here. Send them on their way. Send them back to the store to get some more pickles. Take those memories out of here. Get them out of here. Go. <laughs> okay, moving on. So let's talk about uh, Reed and Monique. Of course, you remember Reed. I'm sorry, Adam, Adam and Monique. Just call him Reed, it's fine. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if you remember, last episode, uh, Monique was amazed because Adam finally kind of relented to dating her and showed up in a sailboat. And, <laughs> and Monique, played by the actress who's already been killed off, runs out to the boat with Adam, played by the actor who's already killed on a boat. I'm really a little miffed that they didn't just go ahead and use the pretty lady. I would have saved a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of explaining. 
so they wake up naked on an abandoned island. Okay. And Mary, right there on the beach, I gotta tell you, they fucked. They what? They fucked. They had sex. Oh, in the kelp? In the sand. There wasn't so you know where the you know where the sand is? It's in their butts. It's in everything. <laughs> well, I it's just got your... butts. Gross. <laughs> it's in Ow. it's in boobs. It's in armpits. Get it out of there. Clean anyway. So Adam's talking about, you know, he's got to go back to the mainland to work. And, and Monique says, what's wrong? You want to do it on another island? Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me tell you. What is it? The day I get to the stage of my life where I'm like, oh, my gosh. Have we, have we used up this island? <laughs> I'll keep, be happy. I'll be keep, so happy. I'll be sandy. But I'll be happy. There will be sand and a lot of holes. Okay. <laughs> So cut back to the office. Hillary is looking for Monique. Um, and she's not showing up for two shoots. And Hillary says she's in serious trouble. Okay. <laughs> okay. So they're back on the island. They haven't come in. Uh, files that he brought with him on his boat for his date. Well, that's when you have time to read. On a dark island by the fire. When you're doing it. And Monique says a line, oh, she predicted the future. She said, at least he can take his work with him. Oh, wow. And then Monique said, you know what? I can too. My body is my instrument. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. So, of course, they just, for no re- re- reasons that are not established, they decide they're moving too fast and they need to take a week off and not see each other when they get back. Okay. But they fuck first. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, later, uh, flowers are delivered at the model house for Monique. Okay. And Julie says, if men send flowers, they always want just one thing. Pie. Some kind of pie. As The Rock would have called it in the 90s, back when this is on the air. Poontang pie. Did he really say that? Oh my god, yeah. Did you want a big serving of that? Poontang pie. He really said that? I'm not proud of myself right now. Let's keep going. Yeah, he did. He did. Like Poontang often? Pie. Like frequently? Yeah, yeah. It was the attitude era, Mary. It was the attitude era. That just seems like a little... I mean, there are better ways to say that, I think. This is when Jerry Lawler was screaming about puppies, and he meant lady boobs. Oh. People make up weird nicknames for those. Yeah, it always did make me think of puppy, though. Oh, that's true. I'm sure it did. <laughs> so, all right. So back to, we're dealing with uh, a business situation. So Adam is getting a buyout offer and he's got Ben, his business guy is there, right? And okay. uh, he's getting an offer to essentially buy out the club and move, take a big profit and move on. But he sees that after he sent money flowers, she sent him seashells as an aphrodisiac. Now, she was if she, right. What should she have sent, Mary? You and I both know you send chili dogs. You send chili dogs with goddamn candles in them. Oh my you're god! Not I, serious. I can't. I gotta find. I gotta get you some chili dogs for your wedding. <laughs> okay, so Julie and Monique are girl talking about Reed. Okay. And uh, Monique is sad about the week off. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, anyway, later along, Ben and Monique are talking. Ben, the business guy, says, don't expect too much from Reed. Blah, 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 blah. So now they get back together uh, because Julie does this thing. They're at a photo shoot where she and Monique are talking. Remember, they hate each other. They punched each other a couple episodes ago in Victoria and I attire. What? Pow! But now they're sister, sister friends. Uh, soon to be sister wives if Julie has her way. And oh. Julie is talking to Monique. Julie sees Reed coming from behind Monique, but Monique doesn't see it. And Julie said some version of like, oh, just admit it. You're happy you get a week off from Adam and or Reed. And listen, listeners, I'm going to be interchangeable with those two. And Monique says, actually, no, I'm miserable without him. He's all I think about. I can't wait to see him again. And then Adam behind her says, well, 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 here I am. He didn't quite say that, but <laughs> that's, that's when they go back to Adam's house. Ben, the business guy, says, don't expect too much from him. Fine. Monique is getting the jitters because of that. And in his house, he see, she sees a portrait of Grayson, Reed's ex-wife. Oh, okay. Who he apparently married while he was in jail on Melrose Place. This okay. is the problem when two, when one person plays two characters. Anyway, so that is, you know, the, again, he still got this thing with Grayson. The photo's still up in the study. Ben says, don't expect too much from him. So she's getting jitters. And Adam says, come here. I have to I have a little surprise for you. And he covers her eyes or blindfolds her. I don't know, hits her with a bat. I'm not sure what. But brings her into his office. And he uh, says, open your eyes um, and then turn around because I took down I, I replaced the picture of Grayson with a picture of the most beautiful woman or something like that. And she turns around and she says, I don't understand. Oh, a, a picture of the woman I love. And she says, I don't understand. It's just a mirror. Oh. How dumb are models? What do you mean you don't understand? <laughs> oh, God. Was the point of that really clear to you? Did you understand it? I mean, I think I kind of put it together, but I was an English major. So I have questions, though. Huh? He said, I put up a, in his place the a picture of the woman I love. Mm-hmm. And it happened to be Monique standing in front of that mirror right then and there. What if I went there? Would he be forced to be in love with me? Well, how could he not? Especially if you got chili dogs. <laughs> you know... Actually, the way I took that for a second, and <laughs> immediately my mind was wandering. <laughs> I took it as she looked up and saw a portrait, and it was a portrait of his ex-wife. But she also looks just like Monique, like there's a third <laughs> doppelganger. Because <laughs> that also, right? That's like something that could happen on this show. It wouldn't surprise me. I would love it if Reed had a picture of Terry Spencer up there. Love it. That would be great. He's, it's the most beautiful woman in America. I like it. Listen, I didn't say it was going to be you. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's talk about Carrie. Do you remember Carrie starting to act a little bit like Hillary Woodward? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Carrie and Christy. Christy is the new secretary. The secretary, Christy is the secretary who did not throw Terry Spencer off of a building and did not shoot David, the vice president of models, and did not also shoot Brian and try to kill Sarah. That previous secretary, she is not going to get a great recommendation on LinkedIn. No. no. So this is Chrissy, the clean secretary. Okay. Except she catches Carrie looking at confidential files. 
Uh-oh. And Carrie says, Hillary told me to be here. And Christy says, good, because I'm going to tell her. And Carrie says, like hell you will. <laughs> okay. Fine, Hillary walks in. Nobody says anything. Blah, 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 blah. Some scenes cut later, and Hillary comes in. She clearly has been briefed, and she said to uh, Carrie, what were you doing going through my confidential files? And Carrie says, she doesn't answer the question. Instead, she says, is model thinking trouble? And Hillary says, don't worry. I've got everything perfectly under control. Mm. Okay. Um, so an assistant, so Hillary leaves, blah, 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 blah. Someone comes up to Carrie and says, there's a model problem on one of the shoots. And Carrie repeats that line. Don't worry. I've got everything perfectly under control. Okay. Okay. Cut to it later. Carrie's at a bar. Someone, some gentleman is hitting on her and says, what's your name? And she says, ah, I'm Hillary. Hillary Michaels. Mm. She says she owns a modeling agency and she is Hillary Michaels. Carrie brings the guy home to Hillary's house. Okay. Uh, she's taking him upstairs to go have sex. In Hillary's bedroom. And eat chili dogs. <laughs> they stop on the stairs. Carrie says, let's forget about the bedroom. And they're just taking their clothes off at the stairs. And the guy says, you are so beautiful, Hillary. Oh, boy. Okay. Then Hillary comes home the next day. Now, where was Hillary? Maybe she was being interrogated by the police. It's been known to happen. But she, as she's coming in, this guy's leaving. And she's like, who are you? <laughs> and he goes, uh, Hillary, you know, she sees the clothes, she starts to put it together, and Carrie is naked in her bed, in Hillary oh. Michaels' bed. Inappropriate. Yeah, and Hillary says, you know, there's a confrontation, and she says, one more chance, that's all you get. Wow, she's giving her more chances than I would have expected. Yeah, um, because, yeah, Jack came down, um, Oh, kicked out by Hillary. Yeah. Carrie says nothing's wrong with her. Then And Hillary says, well, then who is that man? And Carrie says, it's just some guy. So, All right. That's that. Uh, that's how that ended. So Carrie is behaving, is identity thieving Hillary Michaels. That's an interesting choice, but all right. Yeah. Mary, I see some notes in my margin. I have to go back and tell you about uh, Julian Adam. I forgot some of the best parts. Oh, good. Okay, so after the girl talk, the sister sister talk with Julie and Monique, and then Julie makes a bet with Craig, who's too broke for her, that she could get Adam if she wants him, and she stands up in the hot tub, naked, okay? Okay. All right. Julie says, uh, why would you just have one dish when you could have a smorgasbord? And then she oh. stood up. Okay. And Reed is a little nervous, and, she, and Julie says, well, listen, you can have this dish whenever you want requests are okay and i won't tell anybody i wouldn't believe her yeah so julie sits back down just says monique's coming out sends adam away and monique says to julie you stay away from adam and julie says oh is that a warning and monique says no it's a threat mm, i guess I, i'm going to say that perhaps the sisterhood is broken Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mary, any, any thoughts on this episode you care to discuss? Um, 
Not really, no. <laughs> <Listen. I'm> like, <laughs> no, it's um, it's interesting. I'm intrigued in what they're doing with Cynthia. I wonder if they're going to bring Christy, the, the clean secretary, into a bigger role. Um, I don't like what's clearly happening with Craig. Is Julie's going to fall in love with Craig eventually, but he's going to feel hurt because she turned him down just because of money, so he's going to push her away, but then they're going to get together in the end. Boring. Give me something better. Give me a, give me a blowing up boat. Give, I, me a, give me a man married to his sister's wife. I mean, his there's, wife's sister. There, there's a reason why this show only lasted one season. Like, <laughs> um, I will say I have confirmed, thanks to the powers of Google, that Cynthia is, in fact, played by Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, Garcelle. Really? Yeah. Do you, do you think Model Link was a bigger role for her? Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. It's a much bigger. I bet it's what launched her. I bet it's what launched her. No, I think she got famous for being in an Eddie Murphy movie in the 80s. I think. Well, that was before this. Yeah, that was before. The 80s were before the 90s. <laughs> okay, enough of this. Barry, <laughs> let's check in next month on Model Think and see how it's coming along. I look forward yeah. to that. We've already agreed. Already agreed. <laughs> All right. Ah! So wait, seriously, how how long does this show go on? How many episodes are there? <laughs> Man, I told you this, right? So it goes to season seven of the original run, but then there's the re- the reboot season. So there's how many reboot seasons? Just the one so far. So far. Okay. But there's also, but then Mary, there's the the Amazon has the true story of Melrose Place movie that we should cover. Oh God, how long? Yeah. And and uh, Models Inc has to be covered too. Wait, what the hell is Models Inc? It's a two-season spinoff. Of what? What do they? Of <laughs> Melrose Place from the lady from Dynasty was on it, I think. The lady from Dynasty, my God, this was like a whole industry. And I do think nine hundred two one zero to get to understand where this show came from is probably worth exploring. I I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> and then when Allison left, she went to Ally McBeal. Does it have anything to do with the contents of Melrose Place? I just feel like, how, do you really want to be an expert in this or not? I mean, I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> okay, so we're in for all of it. Oh, God. 